2: Fresh Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Nine it is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 25th day of June. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in College Park.
3: i in College Park at the end of the runway.
2: Yep, 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 Shout yep, out to yep. folks
3: down on Main Street down there.
2: Okay, Just shout Main out to Street.
3: them. Yeah, Main Street, College Park.
2: They got some good wings there? Yeah, they can do. Can we get some good wings there? We've been they That's been the good theme good the last wings. hour and a half, <laughs> where we can find some good get wings. Get
3: some good wings down on Main Street in College Park.
2: Okay, yeah. we we have a um a a shout out we need to do. Okay, because I got uh, Jerome from the Atlanta Talon reached yeah. out to me yesterday, okay. And okay. invited us. I figure he did to both of us. Hang mm-hmm. on, Hey, on, make hey, this is Jerome here. Anyway, it's the um, NBA Two K League. Atlanta's got a team. In case y'all did no. Oh yeah, we do. La- you know the Hawks uh, Talon. S is it SC GC? Yeah. All right. Anyway, th- there gaming is, gaming club. Yes, there is there is a w- big old whoop they do today, and we got invited <laughs> invited to it.
3: Uh, I have plans,
2: unfortunately. Four
3: o'clock. I got somewhere I got to be too.
2: Yeah, but I want to thank to Jerome for reaching out to us. Uh, this was. You know, when they launched, we were talking about them. Mm-hmm. Haven't kept up on as much as we should.
3: Well, some things right? happened during during the pandemic and whatnot. Right. But uh, but um, you know, they they people they are competing locally now because at one time they were having to go up to New York to, to, for all the competitions. Right. Um, but they are able to compete locally. Got a, an area uh, where they where they work out and train and uh, and compete, and that's happening today. Shout out to Wesley Acuff too. He's the director of esports for Hawks Talent. Know him. Got a chance to know him. And so, um, yep, they got that got some special entertainment as well today. So they they got, um, they got I have up. yet
2: to see the wardrobe being displayed around the city, but you can get some good swag. You can get Atlanta, uh, excuse me. You can get Hawks, Talon, sweatshirts, T-shirts, all kinds of memorabilia. And I, I, for whatever reason, I just haven't seen it around town. I know it's there, but I haven't seen it. So I'm I'm going to be proud to wear it once I get my hands on some.
3: Yeah. <laughs> real the, real proud to wear it. Yeah, the design is 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 uh is awesome. I do like that. Yeah, I that's I do like cool. that design. So,
2: anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 The Game 929thegame.com. Um Mr. Crenshaw, yeah. Do you know that there is a first day for everything as we talk about things that happen on certain days?
3: Yeah, well for the Talon, this is the first Five on Five in person game of this season. That's what I'm talking that's about. First, okay. And so you got another first. I
2: got another first. Yes. You ready? Okay. The fork.
3: The fork. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that can't <laughs> be it, right. Oh. You know,
2: the f- what? Did y'all just think this fell out of the sky? I mean, like I feel like that's – the fork. It was introduced on this day to American diners by a guy named Governor Winthorpe. Asked me the year. It he was, was a it, real governor? I don't know, man. It, oh, that's could, his, his, his governor. name, Yeah, it just could have been his name. You know, like Captain or, or – yeah. You ever see those guys named Commander or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Major or exactly. something. Exactly. Yes, major. Majors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to be a governor? Governor. I couldn't have one of them names.
3: Yeah. yeah. Com-
2: what was it? Commodore. That Com- was another yeah, one.
3: another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. You know. Uh, no, this was the
2: day that it has been reported the fork was introduced to American dining.
3: Well, I guess all food's not finger food,
2: huh? No, man, and especially when I give you the year. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Sixteen thirty. Whoa. So they figure that's about how long a fork's been around. You figure a spoon was first, right? right? A spoons first, yeah. or a knife. You got to figure a knife. No, it had a knife because it's just one straight thing. Right. So you figure the knife was there, and then you got a spoon.
3: But uh, I, but I guess the food progressed too, where it was needed.
2: Well, you got some heat and. Inv- you Got heat brought in, and if you could cook something, you know, as, as a little, you know, hot and you know, pick it up with a fork or it made soup. Yeah. You know what else? Was, today was the the first day of which was you thought the fork was interesting. Here's another one barbed wire. Barbed wire. Barbed wire. The first barbed wire was patented
3: for, for on what, this day. For what purpose? See, you though? have
2: that follow up question. That's the journalist in you. I understand yeah, that. I don't have that purpose? answer. You
3: needed to have barbed wire.
2: Uh, it's like it. it
3: when I think it now, I see it at at the tip of top of fences at a <laughs> prison. prison. <laughs> you know, you, Dude, know, you to try it. try to escape and you're gonna slice yourself up real good down that stuff. I, I don't I don't know.
2: I don't either. But right. when the electron was invented and found it, nobody had any use for that, now the whole world's run on it, right? True. So there you go. First barbed wire was patented on this day. Um, what happened up in New York yesterday, man? Man, what,
3: what, what? not not what we were expecting to happen.
2: Lanny and I went up there. We we had Mike Conti on our show yesterday. We yeah. got the boom. We got the origins of of boom a boom
3: boom gakal Yeah, so you Marcus. can't even say Boom it now. Yaka but he got
2: it from boom shakalaka. Yeah, and and all of that, and we were very positive about it. Mike had spent he a, was a,
3: feeling good. He was feeling yeah, good. he I was having was, a good time up in New York. I've been up here many times, and it didn't get a good vibe. I got a great. Although it was vibe a rainy today. day, yeah, but he felt he felt confident because. And with the way things have been going with Atlanta United and the way things have been going, you know, with, with New York Red Bulls, but there's something about the that stadium, place and something about this particular team. They've had it for Atlanta United from the very first day when this franchise started. We've always had a difficult time with them. They're kind of like a rival in a way, although we got regional rivals now. You know, with Orlando and Miami and, and, and Nashville and now Charlotte these guys to me from the very first first year um have just been you know just been tough for us to handle and and that's the thing you know you knew going in because in recent weeks you know Atlanta United has been giving up early goals you know through miss, through just some missteps I don't I don't know pitch and some bad things happen and the other team scores first and now you're behind and you're trying to catch up okay you, you wanted to avoid that you, you that's the one thing you wanted to avoid big time and you go out and you fall behind and you know you, you're in a place where you know you're having trouble and it just never got on track and four Neil, I mean four four oh and that's that's just tough so the the the, the unbeaten streak has been snapped at seven matches which was great it's great uh but for it to fall apart the way that it did it was just just simply uh it, you know it, it's, it's hard to watch and hard to take and and Gonzalo Pineda had these thoughts about it.
4: I think different moments of the game. Um, I felt that till their first goal, uh, we were uh, executing well the game plan, disrupting them, um, actually creating a good chance with Kalev. Um, a lot of fouls in that part of the game. We were breaking lines, foul, breaking lines, foul, breaking lines, foul. So that's why we couldn't progress the ball a little bit forward in those first uh, 20 minutes of the game. Then the goal comes out of a massive distraction and a throwing. Uh, Then obviously uh, it carries over. We couldn't really, really get back to kind of executing the game plan in the same way. Another goal comes at the end of the first half, out of uh, individual mistake in the build up and uh and then suddenly in a game that probably you you were executing very decently the game plan you are losing so then after that you are up the hill trying to chase the game uh and uh and I felt that uh they were better in the important moments in those
3: and so that's uh, coach Gonzalo Pineda talking about how you know just and you had some chances early, a couple of chances early. You weren't able to connect with Caleb Wiley, for one. Yakumakis, you know, had a chance there. Nothing happened early, and then once Red Bulls got going, and you figure they're gonna, they play that kind of, of soccer. Once they get a lead on you, they're gonna want to control the tempo, control the pace of everything, uh, control possession, and uh, just, just never got a chance to, uh, you know. To get into it. Well, and
2: that's what I was going to ask. If we had Mike or, or, or Jason Longshore with us, what is, it that they, what is it that New York does to this team? We spent the last few weeks talking about how things were coming around, uh, talked from goalkeeping to, to, to scores. All of that was seemed to be coming into form, especially after international play, which you were talking about. Mm-hmm. What is it that they do? They're, and we talk about this in prof- other professional sports. Why does this particular team have your number? In basketball, we talk about matchups. We talk about uh, length, things like that. NFL, again, you don't know why. It's head-scratching. So my question, again, is what are they doing to continuously, not just this particular game, continuously having Atlanta United's number? And that's
3: probably a question for Brad Gazan. And I will say that because he's been here from the beginning, right? And he's been, practically all of those matches, he's been a part of. And and he just knows, you know, what it is that those particular – Team does what they exploit with the with, with Atlanta United, but it's probably in many ways what Atlanta United didn't do, and, and and some things they didn't convert early, and and that's when you when you don't do that, and you know this is a place where you have a problem, then you are leaving the door open for some problems.
2: Well, Mac, our man Max actually asked Mike Conti this yesterday, in that you have all these 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 ties, right? And what is it about this team that they can't get that one goal? They they either get up to to get the tie. Or the team makes it to them, but they can't get over that hump. And what is it? And Mike was scratching his head, too. He's like, well, you know, it's a good question, but I don't know. If we can definitively point to this, that, or the other thing as to why that's been happening.
3: No, if he can or not. I mean, that, that, and, and that's the whole thing. It rests, it rests with the team. Yeah, there were a couple of players who would normally be there, like a Miles Robinson who wasn't there last night. But you got enough players back from international break uh, that, you, you know, you figure you still have what you needed to go out and play well against a Red Bulls team. They had not been that great this year. I mean, there have been years when Red Bulls have been, they've had a great team. They were winning a lot of matches. They were right there with Atlanta United, and you can see this happening. That's not the case this year. Uh, they're not not—they're not that squad. And so that's the other thing that makes it so aggravating. You look down, New York Red Bulls are like way down. They're now like 11th, mm-hmm. you know, in, 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 the, in the East. But it's know. as
2: if they say, all right, yo, we know what to do against Atlanta. And they go out and do whatever it is that they do.
3: I don't know if they go out and sprinkle something on the grass or whatever. You know what I mean? Is it a
2: physical play? Are they they experiencing a a team that comes at them differently
3: than others? And that's the one thing that Gonzalo Pineda has been appealing for throughout this season is just that that physicality and intensity. You know, he's been appealing. That's a word that we've heard him use so many times this season is for them not to just – it comes and goes. And his thing is for it to maintain the intensity. And that's been something that he's difficult with this team. This team's got some things, you know, defensively that it really has to work out going into the, the back half of this season. If they want to really have success and achieve what we think they may be able to achieve in the playoffs, they got some work to do. And as, as well as they've done, we're talking 29 points here. We're seeing them still like around six spot right now in the East, which, which is nice. But, you know, they, they got some work to do they're really doing it. and this you know you don't want it to come out like this right but this is kind of exposing a number of things and we'll see what happens now they got to regroup they are going to be home against Philadelphia that think next Sunday so we got got a break before they before they come back and they'll come back they'll go out and train and and they're working to kind of correct them some of these things don't know if they get those players back from international play but they want to get things going again because Philadelphia's a strong squad and Philadelphia' is two spots above them in the east. This is a big match that's going to be coming up. It's going to be home uh, next Sunday, July 2nd at uh, 4 o'clock. And so hopefully they get some things all, you know, worked out this week and go out and able to get a win because uh, Philadelphia is tough as well.
2: Haven't mentioned this throughout the show, but Sam and I are going to be on the road. Well, actually down the elevator. Fourth uh, of July, we're going to be broadcasting from the Peace Free Road race. We did it last year. It has become a tradition like none other. And we would love for you to stop by and say hello, especially if you're in the race, if you're yeah. going to be walking it or running, jogging, whatever.
3: Please, we are. Or, or really just out there spectating. Some people come to just watch. That's right. Some people, some people come to watch. Some people come to demand hydration stations, preparing little cups of water to hand to people as they walk by. Who's going to clean up all them cups?
2: I don't know. It ain't our job. You <laughs> could. And our job. Because they give people all little
3: cups of water. People sip and just drop the cup and keep running.
2: Well, we will be there where a lot of people will be getting cups, and that is in front of Starbucks. Yeah. Right here on the corner of P Street and 14th (laughs) Street, Colony Square. That's where we'll be broadcasting from. Please stop by if you're going to be, like I said, participating in the race or or just watching it. and Come by and see you, boys. Yeah. We'll be there from 6 until 10 doing the show. Up next, Mark Simon talking baseball, talking Braves. Should be good. Yeah. And by the way, we got baseball in 45 minutes coming from London. Yeah, we do. It's going to be quite nice, actually. I'm going to see how they turned around Wembley. <laughs> Give it a shot. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 99 the game, 929 the game.com. sports radio 92 the 90 game 92 90 game.com on this Sunday morning the 25th day of June thank you let us be a part of your uh, your weekend if you missed the pinky blinders uh, update you missed that during casting call <laughs> you know people watching that and I just wanted to, you guys should enjoy this show yeah it's just if you' if you're not used to the gypsy life in the United <laughs> Kingdom you may have a hard time you may have you may have to pay attention a little bit more to the dialogue very that's quickly. a very fair way to put it it is it is there you go that's I'm all i'm very saying.
0: curious now i know we have a guest i definitely want your opinion on it now i definitely want to see what you think sam, yeah, sam? oh, oh yeah yeah I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: let's see if he gets up. past the first season <laughs> 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 okay i'm at least season four mark simon good morning buddy how are you
3: <laughs> well i guess we got our answer whoa where did he go <laughs> is he there
2: he just said, I don't want to hear none of this movie talk. And he just yeah, we're going to
0: have to call him back. I don't know what yeah, to say. Okay, no, all right. right. So what check when
3: he New lives? New he's New up New there in New Pennsylvania, New Pennsylvania New right? I think he's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, we we, no. we can track him down and talk some baseball. He's
2: not right one of the areas where they you know, they don't use like modern appliances and, and electricity and all that no, stuff, No,
3: right? the, the, the Amish, you mean.
2: The Amish, yeah. I he, said the he, areas. He,
3: I didn't. Well, he's near there. He's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. There's probably some Amish. Okay.
2: Yeah. I've never been there, but I have seen, and again, I'm not sure if it's – Amish or Mendonites in Indiana yeah. and parts of Florida, too. I have I have, seen, I have all of a sudden there's a buggy coming down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I went, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I always want to engage them because I'm curious of their life. But I also don't want to be that pain in the you know what, because you yeah. feel like they're probably sick of answering yeah. questions.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm kind of torn. Is he there?
0: Yeah, hey, I think Mark. I think we got him. OK.
2: We welcomed you a little Hello. while ago. Are you still there? Yes. Good morning. morning. How are you, sir?
0: There
3: he is.
2: How are you? Good. We were speculating. Just answer this question, we're not going to do a deep dive. How far are you from the Amish communities that we are familiar with up in Pennsylvania? Are you near any? That's a good question. I, I think I'm about, I want to say I'm about an hour and a half. Oh, okay, so you're not that close. Never been there. Okay.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. you have been. You've been around watching a lot of baseball, and we got a <laughs> team. Talk about this series the Braves are having in Cincinnati. A lot of people are looking at that, and Cincinnati's like on fire right now. And I was talking to Greg yesterday. I feel like Cincinnati is kind of like St. Louis in one of those cities when the team is on, the whole city buzzes. Um, because, you know, the baseball is big there. Cincinnati has been a while for them. But thoughts about what we're seeing with them, and are they going to be able to maintain this, especially this young phenom that they have that's come in and really energize their team?
5: Yeah, Ellie Dela Cruz uh, I think is on the way to uh, becoming one of the game's top players. I think you've seen it in his first 15, 22 hits. That's great. Um, 10 RBIs, the cycle, uh, all the different things, and he has all the skills. Regarding the quality of the team, I would be concerned about their pitching staff because they're basically winning by outslugging slugging teams uh, with Hunter Green on the IL. Uh, they've got a rookie that's come up, Abbott, that's been very good. But some of their other starters, um, they're, they're a little dicey, uh, and I think maybe they can change that by making a trade or two at the deadline. But I think if they're just going to try and out-slug teams, uh, that it might not always work in their in their favor. It I guess it worked on Friday. It didn't work as much on Saturday. They're pretty good, though. They have a lot of energy, uh, and they have these young guys. And it's not just cruise Cruz. Uh, Matt McLean's pretty good. Uh, I think they're, like, the Pirates were, like, a flavor of the month in, like, April when they were 29. But if you looked at, like, the skill that was on the team, they didn't necessarily match the part. Uh, I think the Reds are a little bit closer, but for the the starting pitching, they're decent in the bullpen. Uh, The starting pitching would have me questioning things. But the young talent on the team is, uh, it's an impressive mix. Uh, And as I said, they can fix some things by making some deals.
2: You know, I was trying to think, Sam, the last time, and you too, Mark, there was one of those players that we're talking about, like De La Cruz, that wasn't um, an outfielder. They seem to be always, oh, this, this next, he's going to be what's next in baseball. Da-da-da. And I was trying to remember, who was the last player that was speculated to be an all-time player, a great player, that was an infielder? And the Tatis? only person, pardon? Tatis, Fernando Tatis Jr.? Mm, okay, San Diego, yeah, and he got hurt. I don't know that – well, let me ask you this. Since he's re- since his return, are you starting yeah. to see the glimpses that, that brought on that conversation?
5: Yeah, it seems that way. Um, the guy's got a 908 OPS. That's, uh, yeah, that's okay, fantastic. that'll do it. He's, been, he's also – he's been great in right field, which I don't think people necessarily expected. But it seems like all, all along he might not have been playing the right position. Uh, in right field, he's a completely different defensive player. The arm plays great, and he can chase down balls very uh, impressively.
2: See, and the reason I, I pause when I hear that sort of conversation, because we all remember that little experiment that happened with the Braves, if you're of a certain age, when they moved Chipper. Took Chipper off the third base, put him in the outfield. Yeah.
0: Eh,
5: well, eventually, well, yes, he came it, 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 back.
3: shortly, I don't think it was going to be out there to stay. Ron Gantt's the one that, that, that comes to me. They took Ron Gant from second, moved him to third. That right. was that was tough, and he ended up going to the outfield.
2: Yeah. So, uh, well, we're talking about this Braves team, and we and a little bit of Cincinnati, but where we sit right now. Listen, you start off this 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 series with Cincinnati, and you figure, oh, okay, well, Cincinnati's showing why you know with the streak and what people have been saying, and they're ranking in the division they're really going to show this Atlanta Braves team that we are maybe the power in the National League. And I'll tell you, whatever happened that first game happened last night in the second game where you had a team that jumped out and the other team came back. Braves get the, get the win. They tie up this series. What are you thinking about this Atlanta Braves team right now, the times that they have been tested like what happened in the Cincinnati series?
5: Uh, I think they look fine. I, like, I, wouldn't, I, I, I think they're in really good shape. And I think the reason that they are is because there is no clear-cut second team. Like every every other team in the National League has flaws, and the Braves don't really have have considerable flaws. The the offense is unbelievable. It matches up very well with Cincinnati, uh, and they're strong in the rotation and strong in the back of the bullpen. And the guys that were maybe less strong, like Minter and stuff, uh, have have been better. You have potentially one of the top closers. Uh, the lineup one to nine is as good as any in baseball. Uh, I, I think I, I I wouldn't be particularly concerned. Uh, the rest of the National League, it, it's like I had sent a note yesterday. I said, let's power rank the National League. And now I'm sitting here trying to do it. And I don't know who the heck's number two because there's like five teams, but they're all this level below. Like they're they're not, I don't think they're that close.
3: Wow, folks. Spend time on the wayfront.com outline this morning with Mark Simon. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter. At Mark A. Simon Says, at Mark A. Simon Says. That being said, you we, we know, we think about these other teams who are playing in other divisions and in other leagues. They did match up with the Phillies this week. They did take two those two games that they did get to play in Philadelphia. Your have thoughts about that because some people will say those games are more important than what they have in front of them with the American League teams.
5: Yeah, I think I was one of the people that said that, whether it was last week or two weeks ago. I, I think they're definitely better than the Phillies. I, I don't necessarily know that it's that close. Um, now, the Phillies, are their starting rotation can match up uh, pretty well with Atlanta, but I have a lot of questions about the way that they play in the field. Trey Turner has not hit like Trey Turner has hit. Uh, they're offensively not as strong in certain positions. Uh, I I don't like I if you paused it right now and said like how many games are gonna, the Braves going to win the division? But I think it's going to be ten to twelve. Like I I, I think they're going to be comfortably ahead of these teams. Maybe they'd see the Phillies in the playoffs, uh, but I don't know that I'd be particularly concerned so long as the the health of the team is intact.
3: You know, yeah, you you, you kind of like this and Miami. I mean, Miami's playing great. They got a guy batting four hundred on the team. You just think the wheels are going to fall off, right? Yeah, and
2: they're six back.
5: Uh, they well. Their run differential is negative seventeen, and and that has me questioning what they've got on the rest of the team. Now, Ellie LA La Cruz, if he can hit, you know, at a if he can play at a pace where he's hitting like three twenty with like forty home runs, he can impact the game every day. I'm less convinced that rise can impact the game every day just because of what else is around him they don't they don't have the stuff around him and alcantara has a five era and i i have questions about their bullpen even if it's performing well uh i know Auri perez they said they might slow him down He's like the best thing they've got in the starting rotation uh i don't see it they might win 85 86 but I don't think they're getting into the 90s, which is the area that I think the Braves are going to live in. Braves might be the only team in the National League that, that could win uh, 90. I mean, that's, I guess, just the Diamondbacks a little bit. But I would feel a lot better about Atlanta than I do about Arizona.
3: That's Mark Simon. Uh,
5: you,
2: can, Ooh, sorry.
5: I'm brimming with confidence for you guys. You can hear it. All right. right well, thank, thank you.
3: Considering the Mets man that yeah. he is.
2: Uh, Mark Simon joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game. Are we sleeping on the Diamondbacks? Are we just not thinking that whatever they're doing right now, when you talk about teams that are just, you know, that are below the Braves, they've got the most wins uh, versus everybody else in the National League, and you just figure eventually the Dodgers or the Giants or somebody else is going to rise to the top. But what don't we know about this Arizona team that may keep them there? Or do you believe they will slip?
5: I think – I think they're in that 85 to 88 range. The lineup is very good. The speed of the team is very good. The defense of the team is very good. Um, Bolton's a little dicey. The rotation's a little dicey once you get past their, their very best guys. I, I think they might lack the depth that uh, Atlanta has. The National League West could be any of four teams right now. I wouldn't even count out San Diego at this point, even though they're under 500. They might be the team that, that just needs to get there to get in uh, to be really dangerous. Um, but I, I mean, as far as Arizona goes, like their top two pitchers are very, very good. Uh, and the rookie has been fantastic, Corbin Carroll, in center field. He's like Dela Cruz-type numbers. But I just I don't, I don't think they're necessarily fully there just yet. I, I, I think they're in that 85 to 89 range.
3: Spend the time on the com Outline this morning with Mark Simon. Always great to talk baseball uh, with him. Um, my goodness, well, we talked about the Braves. We talked about power rankings. You know, we're going to have the trade deadline coming up here. And do you think about anything? The Braves always make some type of additions. Which area do you think they should look for?
5: Um, so I was thinking about this. And it's like they've got all these guys that play so many games. And, like, if one of those guys was to get – hit by pitch and break his hand, uh, it would be problematic. So I would look for a guy that can play multiple positions. I don't know who that is necessarily at this point though, because the, the guys on the teams that are really bad are not necessarily worth picking up. The other thing I looked at was starting pitching um, because you can never have enough pitching. And the guys that came to mind first were the Cardinal guys, Flaherty and Montgomery and Jordan Hicks in the bullpen. Uh, to add depth there. Those were the first guys that I thought of. But like you don't need you don't need anything in the in the starting lineup necessarily. You might get a uh, essentially the equivalent of an acquisition if Bone Grissom never comes back. Uh, so yeah, that that's where I would I would lean at this point. It's not like they're gonna be in the market if Johan Ohtani was gonna get traded. Like he's not coming to Atlanta or anything like that.
2: What did you think of that Angels game yesterday and, and speaking of all the time? Yeah, really. <sighs> What
5: was that? that? Spoke more to the to the awfulness of the Rockies than anything else. They are a rough, rough watch.
2: All right. Um, well, let me, then let's ask you this: What? Wh- how do you explain the Angels, with arguably the two best players that the sport has has had over the last four or five years, why they continue not to make any kind of playoff noise? <laughs> well,
5: I I think they're they're lacking in other areas uh, again. This goes back to what I was saying. Like the rotation depth isn't necessarily there. Um, bullpen's been pretty good. I don't. I don't think they're a bad team this year. They're five over. Um, Rendon has not produced like Rendon produced in Washington. The expectation was there for him to be a lot better player. There are a couple of areas that they've been lacking this season. You can't just win with uh, with two guys. You have to have some some depth to the lineup like Atlanta does. Um yeah, I, I just don't think that they're fully there. But I do I – like, they could win – they could make the first season this year. It wouldn't shock me if they won 85 to 88 and got in with uh, one of those wild card spots. I think they're definitely a viable team this season, even as they talk of trading Otani.
3: Uh, we're less than a half hour away from the first baseball game of the day. What do what, what you what's, – what's on your menu? What are you what are you going to enjoy with, <laughs> with the, uh, a game that starts at right 10 a.m. Eastern, right?
5: Uh, <laughs> I'm the only one to mets Phillies, but sure, Cubs, <laughs> Cardinals. So uh, let me say this: Stroman has pitched like a Cy Young wiener type pitcher uh, so far this season. the The team was built for him by getting Dansby Swanson to play shortstop because they now have a Gold Glove shortstop and they have a Gold Glove caliber second baseman, and he gives up so many ground balls to the middle of the infield, and they just field every one. and He's at 99 innings and 67 hits. And it's not like he's blowing guys away with strikeouts. It's because the defense is really good behind him because they're they're playing to what he does. And he just he seems to be in this mode this year where he's going to win the Cy Young uh, and be terrific. So if you're watching that game today, I would say watch for how good he can be uh, against a Cardinal team that uh, just has has been worse than the Mets, just awful this year.
3: Cubs though, um, do we watch for them a- yeah, after do. the break?
5: Yeah, you do. So, so yes. Okay, I, I was going to say that when I was trying to do this power ranking of the National League, if you look at it from an advanced statistical perspective, meaning you use these numbers like wins above replacement and all these different things, the Cubs come out better than a lot of the good teams. The Cubs come out better than the the Dodgers. The Cubs come out better than the Giants. The Cubs come out better than the Marlins. The Cubs come out better than the Reds, although admittedly the Reds are a different roster than they were early in the season. Uh, the Cubs come out very close to Arizona. Uh, they're, they're solid because the strength of the pitching uh, is there, and they're particularly good at a few different spots, uh, second base, and shortstop. They're the best in the National League. Center field when Bellinger's healthy, they're the best. Left field with Ian Happ, he's been very good this year. So, yes, for sure, um, they've lost some, some one-run games this year that they probably shouldn't have lost, but they're certainly a capable team, and they're better than the 37 and 38 that they've shown. They've been playing better lately for sure, certainly.
3: Okay.
2: I'm good with that. I, yeah, I'm, that's I, one where the advanced well, guys tell you some stuff. <laughs> Sam knows I'm from Chicago, and that's my team, yeah, and so man. I should be getting worked up by the things you're saying, but I'm, 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 I'm good, meaning I've seen a World Series by them in my lifetime. I can, If another hundred <laughs> years go by, I'm good. I saw one in my lifetime, which is what a lot of comes.
3: Well, I think a lot of us. I, I think a lot of us are watching because Dansby's up there, and you know he he went up there, he took the cash, he's up there and making a difference. And what are they going to do? And it, they seem like they positioned themselves to be a difference maker in the second half of the season.
2: Listen, he better. Then hopefully, this shortstop leaving Atlanta going up to Chicago will do better than the last one that left Atlanta and went up to Chicago, and that was Jeff Blauser and (laughs) happened. So, yeah, let's just hope that the fortunes are different. Um, Mark, you got anything else on your mind? Because only when you come, you got something that's eating at you, something you want to get off your chest. Are we good? Are we, we covered everything? (laughs) <laughs> Other than that, the Mets are terrible.
5: Uh, I, I don't think that I necessarily have that much else on my mind. Yeah, we, and well,
3: I, well, you, you know what I'm looking at. for the
5: Giants too. Giants have been really good; have been playing really well. The pitching's been great. They called up this catcher, Andrew Bailey, uh, Patrick Bailey, rather, and he's been fantastic. Like the pitching staff's been great with him. Okay,
2: okay. We got plenty of time to reel on the Mets, so we just want to get this week out of the way. You know?
3: All right, we got the second phase of All Star <laughs> voting that's going on this week too, right? I know we got. Uh we, we know who one of the starters will be from, from the Braves, but Braves have a chance to get several more.
5: They do. Uh although I don't think it's gonna be first base. I'm not sure it's gonna be second base. Uh catcher. it should be third base. Catcher. It should be catcher. It
3: should be shortstop. Uh should be shortstop, it, uh, the guy you said wasn't gonna be there. Uh, what? yeah.
5: What we, we, we can get we can move past that pretty quickly here. Yeah. But yes, it's not close. Like it, that's kinda ridiculous that Tim and Lindor. Um, it's it's not close. Uh and not not in the outfield. I think the three other outfielders are, are having better years than Michael Harris. But Michael if Michael Harris had hit like he's hit recently, then it would have been, but uh not not so and I think third base is a toss up um but I think that'll just be a popularity contest. And yeah. Uh, yeah. it's it's close, but um like Arenado's been very up and down this year. Uh and so is Riley. So Yeah,
3: right. Well, we'll see.
2: We'll listen. That's why we're going to bring you back next week. We'll find out what's what. Yeah, we found and out, and then who, we have plenty of time it. to rail on the Mets next week. We'll get into Scherzer and Verlander and all them guys when you spend. Scherzer your money had a on. good outing yesterday. Yeah, that was one. Oh well, you still he got had, a losing record, right? Well, he had a good outing. Yeah, yesterday. He, he ain't that dude. He'll be going to Hall of Fame still, but this year everybody's going to tee off on him, him and Scherzer, and enjoy it. Mark, <laughs> I hate to end on that note, but thank you, man. Oh, wow, I appreciate <laughs> it coming on, and we look forward to having you back on here next week.
5: I'm wounded, but you got it. You're
2: fine. You're fine. You're you're a best fan. You're a New Yorker. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Going to come back and wrap things up here. Before we turn things over to Mr. John Fricky. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Game (laughs) 92.9thegame.com. 929 the game 929 the game.com. it is Sam and Greg on this 25th day of uh of June I was thinking about this as I was listening to this and the reason I had Max play this yes and the connection I didn't get initially but I thought wow and and I'm thinking this because we lost Prince I think mm-hmm. it was 16 I forgot the year but it was somewhere in there but anyway I, I had him play this because this was the day that Purple Rain was released. Wow. Now, check that out. Yeah. What must Prince have been thinking when Michael was lost on this day? And his thoughts about his biggest album, the reason that most of us know of Prince yeah. is because of this album. Yeah, Purple Rain. Those two were so connected in that decade or the next couple decades. You know, it's just, again, this the the synergy and, and, and all of that. Carmen, just, it was... It hit me like yeah. a wall a second ago when I was when I was playing this. But anyway, yeah, eighty-four, Prince released Purple Rain. And it was on June twenty-fifth. Go figure. Wow. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 two nine the game, ninety-two nine the It's been an interesting show. We've gone everywhere from from talking to a captain of the Alpharetta Police Department to talking about pinky blinders. And and everything, everything in, in between, everything right? Everything in between, man. Yep. And and just Alpharetta is one of the many cities that are looking for just people. Yeah. There's all manner of jobs. You just wanna say just, you know, law enforcement. They need all manner of people to work within their departments. And so we're gonna be talking about that with some of these departments moving forward. Now, not only we're gonna be out on Fourth of July in front of Colony Square for the Peachtree Road race, but a week or so later we're gonna be Cobb County. On the 8th. That's less than a week later. Yeah, as a matter of fact, just four days later, Cobb County Sheriff's Office Mm -hmm. having a uh, job fair, Mm -hmm. and we are going to be broadcasting there. And, again, we talk to Chief Brandon all the time, who's uh, with Paulding County. Fire. But those folks looking for people. And, of course, you turn the news on. Local news is always talking about different communities looking for police.
3: Up up in Gwinnett, we made contact there to help us out with some recommendations if you're going out on the lake. Lake oh, right, yeah. the, the one thing that we hadn't thought about. That's let, right. so, let somebody that's not going out on the lake Call them. know that you're there, right? So, I mean, some of the things that we get from that, we're going to continue to, to look to, to get things and pass along and, and let people know where opportunities are with law enforcement.
2: What's right. so funny? He's laughing at us. You know, I noticed today that, that I'm not laughing at you. Okay, well, you were smiling vigorously.
3: Vigorously? Vigorously. <laughs> just a happy individual over here. Just got some. Just, but know, I have
2: hmm. noticed, there's something that you do now, which cracks me up. And it's just because I know you're working with us, and it's just it, it, it's amusing to me when Sam's talking to somebody and he gives his signature and he is social. You yeah. always seem to smile and nod your head because for the longest time I did it. I did oh, it. Oh no, I
0: fist pumped. Yeah, I'm I'm a hype man over here. You know, <laughs> but so, he's, like it's just because it gets the guests that you could tell they they're happy. It just lightens the mood, so I'm over here hyping Sam up.
2: When you haven't done the fist pump, though, you'll be over in the computer working. I've noticed that. And you're working something. Sam, he'll be like this. He'll be working over here. And then you say you think He'll go. And then he gets right back to work. I've noticed, that's what I'm talking about. I've noticed. Yeah. So yeah, he gets yeah. right back to where you have that influence on us, Mr. Every, Crenshaw.
0: Every once in a while, because, you know, I'm like just logging all the questions and stuff. And so sometimes you just kind of get in the zone, Then all of a sudden, he is social. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Yep. So it's just right on time. <laughs> we get that.
2: We used to get a game day, but, you know, for whatever reason, you know, he don't do that anymore. uh, I I stopped him trying because that was another thing that people looked forward to. Because nobody could say it like him.
0: I didn't know that. Ah,
2: man. And so I just stopped. I just figured, well, maybe somebody, you know, copywrote that, and he can't say it or trademarked
0: it. He don't say <laughs> sing, it no sing, more, sing, man. But sing, the audience sing. is craving we'll, for that.
2: We'll, we'll, we'll get, there. No, we'll get that. No, you need to do that regularly. If you don't do it regularly, don't do it at all. Because that's gonna, a
3: tease. We're gonna do it. It's gotta be the right. No, it know. ain't gotta
2: be us every yeah, Saturday and Sunday. There's a game. Yeah. You gotta do it every time. You there's don't a have game. a choice, man. Well, that's Sam. When you did, what he did before. That's he set us up that way, man. Every Saturday and Sunday, boom, it was a game day. Then he just stopped. Look when I
0: first started, I remember it was, it was the undefeated. That was the first thing <laughs> uh-huh, that I remember. Yep, right?
3: yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. uh, anyway, have we left anything un, uh, undiscussed? Anything we talked have.
3: about? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg.
2: Why to be that, I've had actual like, sports stories, things like that. You know, <laughs> another, another boxing match, another MMA fight coming up that we should know about. You know, something like that.
3: We got boxing coming up over at uh, Overtime, Overtime Elite. Yeah. Uh, first week in August, I think we got a, got a card coming up. I was right? just
0: about to say that. You told me about that. So yeah. I feel like that's something that, if you're just in the Atlanta area, that O2 arena was so impressive. You but, know, but, everything. But there's not I'm,
3: a lot of seats, though, right?
0: Not a lot of seats, but the amount of screens, like it's just so modern. And, you know, we always talk about where um, the G League plays. Right. Every arena I've been to has just been incredible. Like, it's so cool, but I mean, immediately you think of State Farms or you're thinking right. of all these other places. But if you haven't checked out the O2 Arena, I know they do some AAU games there as well, or yep. just where the G League plays, it's awesome. So okay. definitely want to check that out. We should go to the, the event if we can. Okay,
3: okay. Let's, let, let's go to uh,
0: I got to ask you guys boxing. a question. Now, I,
2: unfortunately, I don't think Max knows who I'm talking about, but there is a commercial, a, a Febreze commercial that we see regularly. Have you noticed who the voiceover is? It sounds like our own Dwayne Walker. Dwayne Walker, it sounds is it, is it, is it just D- like him. D- and I wanted to give him a shout-out, man. Do that. Dwayne Walker. I think that he's on that Sebra on the, on the uh, Febreze commercial doing the VO. Y'all made I some, ask him, a I big ask deal. Him. And, and remember when I had the Sprite commercial? He yeah. was one of the many people that, you know, acknowledged I was in it and so on and so forth. So if this is him, I want to acknowledge him. Okay. And he's got a very unique voice. So that's why I thought to yeah, be. be du- it's got to be Dwayne Walker. And shout-out to him and his – I think his daughter is still playing sports. Mm-hmm. She was
3: killing it, man. Yeah, I know it.
2: So yep. all right, on this day, we talked about some things here. Um, the Korean War started. Wow. On this day, North Korea yeah. went down and and, and 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 made some noise in South Korea. And the next thing you know, we got a TV show called MASH. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, North Korea this is the day, 1950. It started. Uh, are you familiar with the guy named Roy C. Sullivan? Roy C. Sullivan. Why should I be? Well, he has got the record um, for having something happen to him. And the record was achieved on this day. Now, I don't know if he still holds the record, but Roy C. Sullivan. On this day. Got his seventh. He was struck by lightning for the seventh time.
3: No, you know, I don't know why, but I was thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, I was like thinking that, struck by lightning. and I don't know why it would make me. Well, you know, you,
2: have you seen that movie? The uh, was it the something Life of Benjamin Button? Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, movie, where a guy throughout that movie says that <laughs> he's, I've been struck by lightning seven times, <laughs> and they show a different time when he was struck.
0: He said seven times, right?
2: Seven times. How he do you report- explain that? I don't know. I wasn't. I mean, you could get struck by lightning, I guess, and it didn't. Was take it the same out.
0: location? You know what I mean? Like didn't at that point, that. you got to no, leave the area. Different, different yeah, parts. Yeah, really.
3: You know.
2: It would be if he had like a, 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 some kind of metal something on his
3: yeah. that drew
2: the lightning Ooh, to him. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that was Roy C. Sullivan. We talked about Prince having Purple Rain released. Um, all right, here's a question that you didn't think you'd get asked okay. when you woke up this morning. I'm not going to ask you, Sam. I'm going to ask Max because I know what the answer is for you. Have you ever been sort of, I won't say <sighs> interested. I'll just leave it at that. In a cartoon character, a female cartoon character. Like how you look at some actresses, there are people who have <laughs> like a thing for cartoon characters. Not that you would literally, but yeah. you go, oh man, I, yeah. hey, you know, she kind of, has uh, there ever been that for you? Because there is one that a lot of men
0: will say. I got two funny ones. Okay. Well, if it's a movie, there's been like, what, that's no, real people, but cartoon? You. Yeah, cartoon. My friends would have a crush on Wonder, uh, not Wonder Woman, Um, Mrs. Fantastic from Incredibles. Okay, so that's oh, what I'm talking about. Okay. Not me, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pointing the yeah, finger and yeah, yeah, no, no, snitching them out. You know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that's one. You said you had, a, you had two.
0: I know, isn't there the, uh, not me again, but the what? famous, what's the famous cartoon that everyone has a crush on? I can't think okay, of her name. Well, it's, today it is school. the day that it famous was released.
3: Cartoon?
2: Yeah, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> that's Jessica
0: the one.
3: Rabbit. Jessica yeah. Rabbit
2: from Who Framed Roger Rabbit.
3: Okay. And that okay. movie was
2: released today. So that's when the world was introduced to Jessica Rabbit. Who voiced that?
0: I have no idea. I just feel good. I answered one of your questions. So I kind Basinger, of you, felt like I got the answer. Nah. No.
2: No. Nah, she was in another one where she was actually drawn, and, and it was with Brad Pitt too. It was the cool, the cool life, the cool something. And they went from human to character yeah, to, to cartoons. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. 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 But I no, mean, nah, this was Kathleen Turner, who did uh, Jessica Rabbit.
3: Okay. What, now that's a voice. Yeah, it is, and she. That's a, that's a very nice voice.
2: That's <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, uh. very nice. Uh huh. Um, anyway, Max, thank you for everything today. Thank you, and looking forward to uh, being back here next week and hear what you have for us for Max's World updates on uh, UFC and anything else that's going on. And I will give you a Pinky Blinders update. So we're there with. I'll him. have a
0: Sopranos update for you next weekend. That's a tease.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, listen. Thank you. Mr. Crenshaw? Yep. We got a, both of us have a big week coming up.
3: Absolutely. We've absolutely. We got a lot
2: to talk about next week.
3: Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Let's just, do it.
2: Just be hydrated today, because it's supposed to be up in the
3: 90s. Yeah. Well that that most of this week is gonna, it's going to get warmer. is supposed to go right up through Thursday.
2: Oh, oh, also I didn't do this. Willis Reed, Jimmy, JJ Walker, 76. Ricky Gervais, George Michael would have been 60 today. Ooh. Uh Del Curry. I didn't know Dell Curry was not – He was. he's younger than George Michael. I met Del. 59 years old. Wow. Um, Lala Anthony, who I'm in a scene with, the Black Mafia family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here's the question we lend with this guy's birthday. Who hit the first home run in Turner Field when it was converted from an Olympic stadium to the Braves stadium and the Braves move in there? There's a person who is credited with hitting the first home run in that stadium.
3: And I sure know that, but I don't.
2: Played outfield for the Braves. He is – 52 years old today, Michael Tucker.
3: Ah, Michael Tucker. Michael Tucker.
2: All right. There you go. You guys have yourself a big day. Mr. John Frickey is up next. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?